Welcome back to the podcast. The only podcast done completely ironically. We never know how yeah, to segue out of to, yeah. out of that. Yeah. We need to like figure out some way. <laughs> uh, it's we, always incredibly just, awkward. I'm just gonna, and I'll keep doing that until you say something or make me stop. So, um, unless you just don't. Then it's just gonna be like a thirty minute long episode just, of. I, that would I mean I'll do it. I mean maybe I'll, maybe the listeners want that. Maybe they the, want the the title can be deep and powerful. Deep and powerful, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's actually what they called me in high school. <laughs> nice. That's kind of poggers. That's kind of poggers. I'm not gonna lie. All right, you want me to go ahead? Yeah, and yeah. Bring it up. up. I kind of thought of something. I bro, just in thinking. No, impossible. No. <laughs> um. So define chivalry. Chivalry? Yeah. Like, what, what is it? What is? What is that? What does it mean? To respect women. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. If if you if you have to if you want to define chivalry is just another word of respect, but then you have to define respect. Mm-hmm. But respect kind of is different from, from culture from to culture. Chivalry. No, from culture to culture. Oh, okay. So chivalry is just like English respect or like the English code of respect. Okay. Uh, well, I have the Google definition. Okay. So I'm going to read it real quick. The Google definition of chivalry is the medieval knightly system with its religious, moral, and social code. So it's specifically related to knights. And yeah. But, I mean, it was just how some more the respectful ways that the knights would act you yeah. know the the ways they respected god women and their country you know yeah uh, here we have courteous behavior especially that of a man toward women exactly so should we bring back chivalry yes why because i think men need discipline men aren't good people most of the time okay. i'm not saying that all the men in the medieval eras were good people like that's that don't, don't construe my words in that sense but like if i we think we had a bit more of a code i think, I think yeah i think a, a lot more decency at the very yeah, least i think just having i just think having rules is usually a good idea you yes, know just yes. laying down some ground rules mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know just as long as it's not making it unfair for anyone you know yeah you know, just as long as it's not like you know, women don't deserve the right to vote. Yeah, exactly. Because we're not we're not trying to do that. Yeah, we're trying to keep. We're, it... try, we're trying to get the men to give the women some respect. Yeah. Very, you know, not even at the very least. Like, I mean, I just think that yeah. should be a thing, and I think that's, that's kind of lost in some well, modern why day is it society. That you think, uh, or what? What is what is the reason for thinking that we have lost respect towards women? Uh, I mean, I what, just like, what makes you say? I that? just kind of think it's innate in the man's, uh, fancy meat computer, to to not respect the woman, to either to just like either objectify or demean her, you know, uh-huh. like degrade. You, yeah, you them. either you either degrade them or you just like objectify them. Yeah, yeah. I I think that's kind of because you know like. Human beings are always on a pendulum, you know. Uh-huh. We're never, we're never in the middle, which is where we should be. We're either on one extreme or the other, yep. you or know. we tend to be on an extreme you know, or the other. And liberals. Yeah, you know that sort of that liberals sort of debate. 
You know, conservatives, liberals, right and wrong, respectively. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I think, I think making rules to, and like making a society based around rules. Based? Based around a a cultural concept of some being somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. is usually a good idea. It's just Mm -hmm. kind of better for everyone, you know? Mm -hmm. Because then the men feel happy whenever they're being nice to women, and the women feel happy because the men are being nice to them, you know? It's not like... It's saying being nice is putting it very low. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, actually... Treating them with a very high regard, regard, you know? Like, treating the woman like she is a thing of dignity. She is a thing of beauty. She's almost a natural anomaly, if you will. Yeah. Like, something to be admired, something to be cherished. Yeah. Very... Looked at in a very different light. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we could use a lot more of in in this day and age yeah but i think that really just needs to be i think i think that kind of boils down to that that concept of there's really only a couple things oh is is the girl calling okay all right we're back after that uh brief intermission which you probably didn't notice that's what the little was yeah whatever little pop my lady friend just just called me and so i i i spoke to her and told her good night like a good chivalrous, like gentleman. A chivalrous like gentleman. Like a chivalrous gentleman that I am. Yeah, so I, I think it kind of, again, I think it kind of boils down to that concept of, like, there's only a couple things you can teach. You know, I it's like you, there's only a couple things you can teach your children, and I at that scale, essentially, you can teach society, uh, a society to mm-hmm. aim for, and it's like money, happiness, I'd say talent, Mm-hmm. yeah and, and and morality yeah and if you you know if you raise if you raise it for money then you'll just get a bunch of greedy buttholes yeah. that don't really progress yeah well they do progress well, they do they progress but will progress in, like the, but the bottom very, like very up in arms yeah but the bottom like 99 percent will yeah. live in terrible conditions yeah. because the top one per- it's like you know like an aristocracy you know yeah They'll, you'll just have that 1% just trying to hang on to power sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for... If you have a society just looking for happiness, well, happiness is so America. vague. You either get America or you get freaking, like, the Pompeii cult in Rome. Yeah. Or they're just like, oh, yeah, sex is good. Sex is great. You know, let's just, let's just have sex all the time. And you know what happened to them? They got blown up by a volcano, so... Yeah, so clearly God was just like, uh, no. no. <laughs> and then blew them up. If you, if you want a country looking for talent, then you get Japan, which has the highest suicide rate in the world. Yeah. And then if you looking, if you make a country that's looking for morality, well, I don't th- think we really have that necessarily. Yeah. So... I feel like no cultures at large just look for morality. Yeah. Because, you know, usually the people at the top, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely sort of thing. Yeah. So I the think people at when the it top... comes to morality and stuff, there's kind of little hints of morality that can be placed in yeah. cultures that, re- that, like, prioritize happiness or talent. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, uh, even even a money culture yeah. slash power culture can have some morality ingrained into it. Because you can be like, oh, you want... To put... If you are going to be in power slash have influence, you want to be a 
moral slash righteous influencer, influencer. yeah uh, which is very difficult to do because most of the time that kind of gets in the way of getting more power yeah more money but you also yeah so it's very it's very difficult to yeah raise that yeah. idea yeah because that comes with self-sacrifice a yeah. lot of the time and, and usually greedy people do not want to sacrifice yeah. anything that they own yeah so yeah it can kind of work in that society, but the other two should be able to work moderately well. Yeah. If you if you have some sort of moral principles that are mm-hmm. moral foundations that are just kind of added onto it. Yeah. Um, but to raise a society entirely based off of morals, that's pretty uh, pretty dang near impossible. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at the history of the world, there's a grand total of zero countries that have been entirely raised on moral principles. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, well. Yeah, raised on moral principles and, like, executed it perfectly. perfectly yeah, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, look at the Bible. We have ancient yeah. Israel. Ancient Israel. Seems to have done a good job for a little while. The Greeks kind of... The yeah. Greeks kind of had this sort of sense of morality. At least they were seeking it. Yeah, they, they tended to seek... It seems. I, yeah. I mean, really, we only have the philosophers as yeah, that's we can the only, only glimpse. We can only speculate. Yeah, that's the only glimpse into their culture that we have. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? Hmm. How, like we glimpse a very slight margin of culture into like you know like greek greco-roman cultures like technically we could be completely wrong (laughs) about like the greeks and romans and and how they acted and stuff yeah and we just wouldn't know know. yeah Yeah. straight up it's pretty funny i mean i think it's funny to think about the fact that like socrates and some of the other philosophers could just be totally made up yeah like one philosopher i mean that that is that is kind uh, of yeah, a theory, exactly. yeah. What is it? Socrates was just made by Aristotle. Yeah. To be a competitor to himself. <laughs> yeah. Which is totally possible. Yeah. You know? And I, I mean, think that's pretty funny. There are some theories that say that uh, Muhammad possibly didn't even exist. And he's in, like, 1100, 1200 AD. Yeah. Like, he's not even, like, a very old historical figure comparatively. Yeah. Also, I didn't actually know that was he was that recent. Yeah. Like, that's kind of wild. I thought he was a lot older Emperor than that. Justinian and and Muhammad were contemporaries. Goodness gracious. I'm not even joking. I thought I totally thought he was BC. Nope, not BC. A good deal amount AD. He Goodness was like gracious. Yeah, no, that's a long time yeah. into AD. He I mean, that's almost, more than half of the way there. Yeah, he was almost like 800 years ago. Which is like that, nothing. That that's seriously not that long. Yeah, ago. In, in the grand scheme of things, it's like zilch. Yeah, like. Like if we think about it in in terms of like ancestry, like how many how many lifetimes ago essentially would you have to like? How, jump how, how are you how are you measuring lifetimes? Forty or eighty? I guess. I guess fifty. Let's say fifty. 50. Well, fifty or eight hundred divided by fifty yeah. is just like forty. Yeah. Forty ancestors no. ago, or forty. It's uh. 800 divided by 50, holy mama. 5 divided by 80, 1, 5, 3, 16. 16, okay. 16. So, like, 16 generations. Yeah. Slash lifetimes. Yeah. 16. If you view it in. 16 great grandfathers ago. Yeah. Which isn't very much. Yeah, it really isn't. It it really isn't. Yeah. Like, you're, like,. Uh, yours and like the royal use great great grandfather 
was around when Abe Lincoln was around. Yeah. You know? Like, it's kind of wild to think yeah. about. Yeah. It's like, that's literally not very long ago I know all. people that were born at the tail end of World War One. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And literally, that person's father was around when Abe Lincoln was around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That person probably, like, that person's father was probably around, like, when Abe Lincoln got shot. Yeah. Exactly. Which is insane. Same. History is incredibly small when you think about it in terms of, like, landmark events. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Well, what are some landmark events? What would you say? Uh, I think the Magna Carta, in my personal opinion, is a pretty big landmark mm-hmm. event. Yeah, I could see that. Discovery of America, that's a pretty big landmark event. Uh, there's, like, a hundred. Let's see. There's, four, there's like, 200 years. Yeah, the printing press is a pretty landmark event. Slash the Protestant yeah, Revolution. Protestant Reformation. The, the Reformation. <laughs> revolution. Yeah. Protestant yeah, Revolution. Both yeah. of those things in tangent with each other, each other makes yeah. a pretty landmark event. Which is like, uh, what is it? Founding of America and printing press happen pretty close to each other. Yeah. Or like, I guess the discovery of America, I should say, not founding. Yeah. Because founding of America happens like 200 years later. Yeah. What happens in the 1600s? I have literally no idea. Also, I have to mention that I'm just messing with this, like, green... Stress toy. Stress toy, It's I just, guess. like, a big, long, kind of rubber... thing. Polyester it's like, it's thing. It's like if you have, yeah. like, a giant gummy worm that's just, like, yeah. kind of thin. So it's just a really long gummy worm. I'm just, like, swinging it around right now. It's kind of poggers, not gonna lie. Just... Just swinging, man. <laughs> also, oh, 1600s. No the idea. First Great Awakening, I guess. Okay. That's not really like. I guess most people wouldn't necessarily like think of that as like the first thing. Oh yeah, the First Great Awakening. What happened in the 1600s? <laughs> people don't even know what that is. Yeah, uh, the First Great Awakening was a uh, was a big religious, like Christian religious movement in America in the mid 1600s, mm-hmm. which produced some of the greatest one thinkers and two speakers of the world i would say Mm -hmm. uh what's his name george was it george wesley (laughs) he had a lazy eye i know that's like one of the biggest like physical features about him his voice was recorded to literally be able to carry about three miles three miles two two or three miles i thought it was one mile was it just one i swear it was just one. i mean one mile is still impressive well, yeah, one mile is still is insane but yeah. like, three miles is like ungodly like yeah. how do you you clearly yeah. sold your soul to a freaking fiend to learn or angel to or an angel i guess to freaking learn thaumaturgy and yeah <laughs> i know he he was around at that time and he was just an incredible speaker he was really good at what he did uh and then Jonathan Edwards is considered by some to be the when greatest. John Calvin alive? John Calvin? John yeah. Calvin? That's also 1500s, is it? Yeah, not? like late yeah. 1500s. You know what's funny about. Late 1500s? Yeah. So he late would go in... her 1500s. Oh, okay. But it's something that's really funny about John Calvin is the fact that Leonardo da Vinci, Martin Luther, and John and Calvin, Calvin were all alive, alive at the same time. Yep. Which yep. is just crazy to think about. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, uh,. We had some some bad actors in the first Great Awakening, like Charles Finney, who what's wasn't. The, what's the deal about Charles Finney again? I've heard you mention that uh, there's something about him that we're kind of just like, don't like him. Uh, he very, he, I think he is actually the person who kind of quoted the term "the ends justify the means." Ah. Uh, I so see. he very much, very force 
forcefully and emotionally converted people to christianity i see but to the point to where like his children like stepped away from the faith and yeah, yeah. like he just he, he doesn't see... let's see when was isaac newton around he was 1400s as well 1400s was he 1500s i was gonna say no, was... i think he might be 1600s. 1600s yeah so yeah. isaac newton was around 1600s yeah. that makes a lot more sense yeah because didn't Isaac Newton write a lot? He did. So I would assume printing press was probably a thing that would have carried and possibly kind of made yeah. a lot of his works really yeah. possible to record. Yeah. Fun fact about Isaac Newton that not a lot of people know, he wrote more about theology or the study of God than about physics or chemistry combined. Oh, combined? Combined. Oh my. He wrote so much about theology. He also died a virgin epic or he is what he claims at least he claimed yeah, yeah, yeah. he claims that he died a virgin and he lived to like 80 goodness gracious that's yeah. super impressive yeah considering the, know, time the time period. yeah also like like why did he write so much about theology was that just like something that he was just understanding of, i mean I you have to remember that back at this time most one most people were christian yeah or some form yeah most of, people believed believed in, God, in, in at, at the very not least, even just a higher God, being. but like in usually the kind of concept of like a judeo-christian god yeah they didn't they had some form of concept of that and most of the time scientists because of that kind of believed like we are studying god's creation because we want to study god i see so and most scientists or natural philosophers as they were called were that mm -hmm. they were philosophers mm -hmm. they weren't just hard science mathematics yeah honestly just speaking of like studying god mm -hmm. and that kind of thing i think I just recently just because i've heard the analogy used before but people say like oh i can't see god so i don't really believe he exists kind of yeah thing. and recently the analogy of like i mean you can't see the wind but you clearly see its effects Facts. so you cannot deny that it's there like that recently just kind of dawned on me like that's honestly a really good analogy. Not even in my just the opinion. wind. I, I like gravity even more. Yeah. Because, like, gravity is just so universal. Because you can both see. Because you can't really see an absence of wind. You can see an absence of gravity. That's true. You can see an absence of wind. Of course you can. I guess you can see the lack of motion, but the lack of motion just means that motion does not exist. The lack of gravity means there is an active, like, active i don't even know or an inactive an in i don't know there's such a nothingness there's a yeah, grand exactly. total an of inactive, zero an inactive force yeah in with with gravity i don't know yeah. there's an there's an absence whenever i, I feel there's like very clear absence yeah i feel like whenever you you if you like an alien that came from a planet that somehow like he didn't know the concept of gravity or wind mm -hmm. i feel like it'd be very difficult for me to describe wind like more difficult for me to describe wind than for me to describe gravity how would you describe gravity because like if i was in space with this alien i would say you see how we're floating right now mm -hmm. well most of the time if we're close to a celestial body we will be pulled in towards that body i mean with wind you can literally just blow this is true. Just like, do you feel anything on your face right now? Yeah. No, I don't feel anything. You blow on them. How about now? Well, yes, I definitely felt that. It's like, but did you see anything? Well, no. It's like, 
that's what the wind is. Yeah. It's that, but, but all on a over. very large scale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just air that you can very, very rapidly feel. I feel like we're freaking like uh, Native American shamans, like <laughs> making like ancient stories and how to describe things. <laughs> Do you see how the sun rises? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can we talk about like? folklore for a second and sure. how much it sucks go for it folklore sucks i hate freaking like mythologies and folklores and that sort of thing because i think they are all very lame nice <laughs> i think the only ones that are mildly interesting are like the japanese chinese and greek slash roman mythologies because they're decently thought out and not so super weird but yeah. even then not some just, like out of the freaking ballpark yeah like, not like assyrian mythology or uh inuit inuit folklore Which if you is... haven't seen the salmonella academy video shout out to salmonella as if we can give him a shout, shout out. out yeah <laughs> missy salmonella you're totally listening to this yeah um yeah uh go watch that and uh, find out about the wackiness of inuit folklore uh, yeah uh, You'll, you'll watch it or listen to it, whatever, and you'll just think to yourself, wow, I wish I never heard that. Yeah, and you'll just be like, wow, people... Wow, people are dumb. People actually... like, And that's the shocking thing, is that like people actually believed that to some extent even believe that like i really i really wonder how many people actually so like you know there's a story i i don't know what native american north american native tribe this is from but you know like rabbit shoots the sun you know Uh there's a rabbit you know the sun the sun was out he was all he was out all the time you know he was causing this big old drought and there's a rabbit you know it was you know what screw it i'm gonna shoot him with my bow and arrow so he freaking he freaking got his bow and arrow, and the sun didn't used to just like slowly creep into the sky. He used to jump into the sky, uh, very see. excitedly. Okay. Uh, and so the rabbit waited for the sun to jump into the sky, and when he did, he shot him, and then he freaking he hit the sun, and the sun didn't like that, and uh, <laughs> that's why whenever you know the sun comes out, rabbits it go could. into their burrows, and the sun creeps up because he's still afraid of rabbit shooting him. Gotcha. But I'm like. How many people, like, actually believed that? And how many just knew it was, like, symbolism and, like... Or just something. Or just something. Like, just trying to describe just why the sky... Just trying to explain why the sky is blue without knowing what light yeah, wavelengths everyone are. Everyone actively accepting, yeah. yes, we will accept this as yeah. the reason why this happens. And everyone just unanimously agrees and continues to go yeah. hunt deer. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I feel like that's probably what a lot of folklore, folklore slash those, like, you see, there's, I think there's a okay, big so, difference so, between folklores and mythologies, you know? Yeah. I'm kind of getting off topic of the folklore slash mythology, but I'm still staying on topic of folklore, but it doesn't really have to do with discussing yeah. those two things. Go ahead. Yeah. What it has to do with is, how would you come up with a story about how the sun rises and then goes away at the end of the day what what story would you come up with for this so like i guess the first thing you had to come up with is like what's something that correlates with i mean the sun i have to be I, down? I mean i have to be like what culture like what are my surrounding areas am i in like a european area here the valley just the valley yeah Oh, that's really interesting. So you're, you're an Indian from the valley. Yeah. And you have to come up with a reason why the the sun rises and sets. Sets. 
I think maybe like, mm, I don't know. It's really lame, but it also works. Uh, I was just gonna say that the sun and the classic sun and moon chasing each other. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that's 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 pretty that's pretty typical. Yeah, but the, the, but at the same the, time, not. I can't think of a single mythology that like actually mythology that believed that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there were totally little indian yeah people's that were just like oh yeah that, that's that's what that. it's doing yeah yeah it's just like two kids chasing each other yeah yeah or lovers or more lovers yeah animals a yeah. hunter and an animal i don't know like, yeah there's so many things it could be you know there's so many things that chase other things what's something in the valley that has to do with the sun i can't even think of anything <laughs> the sun <laughs> yeah right the sun is just its own, own thing. thing yeah Maybe the sun is a merciful, a merciful deity. And... I feel like the moon is a merciful deity that protects us from the sun. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the moon chases away the sun. Yeah. And then... Or maybe the moon, like, maybe the moon is, like, a kind spirit that protects us from the sun. And the sun is, like, a really boastful, proud yeah. spirit that's constantly just bursting And you know how you can, like, see the, the moon, like, at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Uh-huh. Maybe it's, like, that's, like, the moon. Instead of, like, instead of the things, like, coming, going around the planet, kind of, you know, European style, maybe the, uh-huh. they just go up and down. Ah, okay. Like, so one, the moon one lowering, yeah, lowering, and the sun goes up. rising up. Yeah, except it doesn't rise up; it goes sideways. Yeah, I guess they it would probably across. notice that. Like, yeah, yeah. It, but the moon always stays in pretty much the same place. Relatively, relatively, like it's around the same it, it, area. It moves a, li- a it little, moves yeah. I'm um, that definitely, actually. but you know, yeah. You know what I think would be really interesting to have mm. to explain is like within like Antarctica slash North Pole area, how the sun will just stay. Say in the sky. yeah. And it's like, how do you even explain that? You don't. Exactly. You just say, dude, just kill another whale. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that's kind of funny is the fact that uh, the Inuit tribes in like Alaska are still allowed to kill humpback whales. Yeah. They just get a pass. Not gonna lie, kind of Chad. Kind of Chad. Yeah. Like, how do they even do it now? Like, I guess they can use, like, more intensive I don't think they do, though. I think they still go out with, like, rowboats and spears. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I think it's kind of like a becoming a man sort of thing. The thing is, like, they're doing that, and just think about the water, dude. It's so the cold. The water is just ice. ice. Like, that water is, like, freaking s- 10 degrees Fahrenheit. That, that water, the water cannot be 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Why not? Because then it would freeze. No, it wouldn't. Not not if it's the freaking ocean water. Salt water. Yesn't. The ocean doesn't freeze. Most of most glaciers are. If you got if you just like chopped off a bit of a glacier and ate it, it would it just taste be salty. No, it would not taste salty, because the. Oh, I can't remember how it works exactly. I just read about it and. But the water could still be lower than thirty-two. Ocean water can still. Yeah, be yeah. It, ocean water, yes. Yeah, you're, you're, you are right about that. But most ice, like glaciers, are like fresh. Yeah, yeah. Most glaciers are fresh. Yeah. Yes, I don't, I don't deny that. But, but they're in the, the ocean. I don't know if they necessarily claim from the ocean. They though. are from. They are from the ocean. Okay. Most ocean glaciers aren't salty because something about like. 
osmosis and diffusion, how uh, the salt comes the out of the ice. And osmosis, and, yeah. that's the catch-all. Yeah, <laughs> or diffusion. I've never even heard of diffusion. Diffusion? TBH. Uh, have you ever, did you ever do the experiment where you put, like, potatoes and salt or sugar water solution? I did the experiment where I got potatoes, boiled them, mashed them, and stuck them in a stew. God, I hate you so much. What? <laughs> it's just such a lame joke. Yeah. I wasn't even going to say boiled them, mashed them, stuck them in a stew. I was going to say where I boiled them and then mashed them and then ate them or something like that. Threw some butter on them and it was delicious. Or I stuck them in your mouth. <laughs> your mouth, your mouth, what do you do with your mouth? Your mouth is a potato. You gotta like this podcast if your mom has a potato in her. Bro, like this podcast if your mom's a potato. Dude. Shoutouts to all the potato moms. Yeah. Can we just give a shoutout to potato moms? We can give a shoutout to potato moms. Shoutouts to potato moms. <sighs> oh my god, what were we talking about? Tomato dads. Oh my god, you're so lame. <laughs> Did I ever say it was funny? No, you didn't. I, I was going to say, I never claimed to be funny. I, I can be as lame as I want to be. This is I true. I can be lazy. It doesn't matter. This is the podcast. This is I the podcast. As ironically and without effort as I possibly want. Don't you think it's kind of funny how we've like established that vibe, I guess? We've established that vibe that we're like ironic and whatnot. Yet we usually don't really talk about ironic subjects. Yeah, no, we used to talk about pretty serious stuff. Yeah. most of the time, that's what leads to like decent discussion. Yeah, and, crap. and we never really get we get so invested in our discussion that we never really get to the ironic side of our podcast. Yeah, I just said our podcast instead of podcast. Like wow. a degenerate. I have massive potato brain. <laughs> no, my brain is a solid potato. I ain't no mashed potato bowl brain. Mashed nah. potato bowl brain. Bro, speaking of bowl, Super Bowl happened Super today. Bowl. Do you know who was playing? The Bengals and the Rams? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who won? No, I don't. I do. Oof, wow. The Rams won. Okay, cool. Yeah, I found it out because I went to go to a, eat at a taqueria. I wasn't looking at the TV, but um, my girlfriend was just like, oh, who's the blue team? I'm like, that's the Rams. And she's just like, they won. I'm like, cool let's talk about something else now <laughs> i seriously don't care about football it, it's just really funny how little we care yeah it's really great like everything very un-american like that everything we find out about football is completely down the grapevine yeah you know? like none of it is something we actively sought, sought out. out yeah i just think that's great yeah do you what? think that's great or yes oh okay i think it's funny it is funny because it's just so like anti america and not anti-america but anti like meta if i can say that you mean anti-normie yeah anti-meta i don't know usually meta can usually mean something else oh okay never mind then anti-normie anti-bruh yeah. why, why is it that we literally just never got into sports like, cause it's not like you and I weren't around sports when we were when we were younger. We played sports in a school. little bit, not very. We never took them very seriously. Is the thing? Why though? You and I are actually reasonably competitive. 
I just don't think sports really speak to us. They really don't. But, like, why? Why? Like, why? Yeah, because, really, like, why is that? Because you and I both actually have a slight, like, affinity and desire to be, like, muscular, in a sense. Or yeah. Or physically fit. Like, there is something that we both almost aspire I to be. I think the competitiveness of sports at lower levels really just doesn't give us the satisfaction that other things gave us but you see those other things are literally just video games yeah so why were video games so much more satisfying because the level of the thing about a sport right is like the thing about the video games we play is like pretty much we would only play video games where you could play one-on-one right yeah meaning it was just you against your opponent you had no one else to blame and you had like it was no one else's fault but yours yeah and you also only versus the one opponent. Yeah, and that's kind of the difference with sports is the fact that you're depending on an entire team. To make it work. Yeah. And not just yourself and your and own mind. you're not really... You, you're like, what, eight, nine years old? You don't know how to work in a team. Yeah. You hardly even know how to work your own body. Uh, you can't so even you wipe even your, know how to wipe your, your butt, butt correctly. correctly. Yeah. yeah. Like, so... How do you, how do they expect you to like legitimately think of like this is how the sport how the sport works. yeah you know this like is how we synergize as a that's team. not really a concept and I think that's why it didn't speak to us because yeah. we weren't we couldn't think in those terms yet but we could think in terms of mm. I'm that guy yeah I can do these things he's that guy and he'll do his things. Yeah. I think that's also the fact that, like, you get a lot more of the video game than you do the sport. The sport, you get one game. Yeah. The video game, you get a lot within the same amount of time. Yeah. So it's like, it's a constant, uh, wait, practice. Constant, well, not just practice, but, uh. Stimulation? Stimulation? I think, I think that's what I'm looking for. That could, that could, I think that works. It's just like, yeah, like. Positive reinforcement. Um. In a like, sense. Like, with, like, one of the reasons why Fortnite was so addicting is because it's so easy it's to easy jump into the game. game. Yeah. Um, so kind of like that. It's like, oh, we finished a game, another game. Because like, I boom, promise boom. you, if you had to wait for the person to win the round in Fortnite in order to join another game, no one would play it. Yeah, absolutely not. Because one, that's just like bad game design. Yeah. Like, just fair Straight and up. true. Yeah. But like two, no one just wants to wait to see someone win. Like, people get impatient in like the freaking three minute like dude people get impatient whenever you just get a freaking red light it's just like yeah driving and then you get the person gets like a red light and it's just like bruh bruh like we're gonna have to like or people get impatient when they're in the freaking like drive-thru and stuff you know? yeah yeah like that's just like a thing people get impatient at our at my restaurant my restaurant your restaurant you uh, own it at the restaurants that i work that people get impatient at that i'm like dude you've been waiting like freaking five minutes how do you expect a freaking burger to come out in, like a big burger to come out in like five, five minutes. freaking minutes when there's already other people here yeah you know you're not the only person and we're talking about like actual like Thick patties. Yeah. And stuff. This is not fast food. We're also talking about adults. Yeah. Adults acting like absolute children. Haven't you noticed how, like, your respect for adults grows less and less as you, as you become, become one? Yeah. 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 That's just so well, fascinating. I, and I think only some people actually have that. Really? 
I don't think all people realize that. Really? The thing is, you're only gonna realize you're only going to respect things less whenever you see yourself as like above it, essentially. Yeah. So if you yourself don't even realize that like that's not respectable because you are not the thing above yeah you can't notice it oh that's true you you know what i mean like you won't be able to notice it if you don't even realize that you yourself have it and that it's a problem problem so most people don't realize the fact that adults just act like children oh that's weird and with money that's really weird to think about yeah oh gosh that's sad and that's why people don't move on that's why people don't get better actually another thing another thing adults don't know how to do is confront each other yeah like they like yeah people can get like pissed off at each other and just start shouting like people oh yeah they're real good at that but no civil discourse there's zero civil discourse dude they don't know how to talk to each other hash things out and then like actually solve the problem why don't we why don't we teach freaking robert's rules of order in schools right seriously or just like like you ask someone like like let's say there's like some sort of like beef between two people people that used to get like along and people who used to get along did you just fart yes poggers people who used to get along and you say like well why is that kind mm-hmm. of thing it's like well i don't really know have you considered asking it's like well yeah i did ask and i walked up to them and said why are you so mad at me or something like mm-hmm. that or like no what was it Basically, like, you walk up to them and you ask them a question that makes them the problem. Yeah. You're always so mad at me. Yeah, 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 that. Like, you're always so mad at me. Like, what's wrong with you kind of thing? It's like, dude. You're literally just kindling the fire. (laughs) Yeah, like, you're not, that's not how you do it. Yeah. You don't make them the target because you're just going to make them defensive. You're just going to make them apprehensive and just be like, hey, don't talk to me. I'm not the problem. You're the problem kind of thing. It's like, do you ever, like, put yourself in the other person's shoes? No. If people did that, that would solve so many problems. If people sought to understand, then be understood. Yeah, exactly. If people people just put themselves in the opposite side's perspective Perspective. and then think about what you are about to do and how you would take it. Yeah. Dude, you would, no joke, solve, like, 30% of your problems problems. when it comes to interacting with people. Just think about how they would probably, are probably thinking about this. not even 30%, maybe, like, 70%, And if you can't do that, you just have to ask. You just have to grow a pair and ask them. Just, like, hey, man, why? Yeah, yeah. And, and... When you ask why, don't say why you, say why, why me. Why me? Like, like why, why am, am I, I doing yeah. wrong? Like, then you'll actually get somewhere. Get somewhere. And you know what? If the other person is an a-hole and they answer real rude and, like, You know what? That's not then, your fault. Exactly. And you'll know what? You'll be able to see whenever a person is just an a-hole. Yeah, Most exactly. of the time. Sometimes that... your vision will be clouded and you'll, you'll still think, oh, that person's just an asshole. Yeah. But, like... And... The thing is, like, if they're being an a-hole, then, like, don't bother with them. They're yeah. not worth your time, almost. Like, like that's very harsh. And sometimes it may be worth continuing it and seeking it out and trying to make peace. Especially if it's someone that you knew or, like, yeah. had a relationship with prior. It's, like, like had a friendship with prior. Like, if you can bring that back, then I think you, that you should. 
Like, because clearly they weren't a jerk to you before. before clearly they cared yeah. about you before, and you guys got along just fine. But so there must be something exactly. that one of you did. Exactly. So like, in those cases, and yeah, I think it's appropriate to seek it out and keep trying. But but remember it, the eleventh commandment: yeah. Thou dost not have to waste time with people thou dost think are a waste of time. Exactly. Yeah. That. So. I don't know. Give people a chance, seek to make peace, and try to respect one another. And just like learn how to women. respectfully discourse. Yeah. 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 That's something that I think all of society can learn. Chivalry, respectful discourse. Yeah. And so, one last thing, honestly. Well, what do you think that is? I think they can learn or even remember to, to stay, stay poggers. poggers.